Welcome to the Elmo and Doris Different Podcast. You're listening to the Elmo Adore Difference, a podcast that gets people from all walks of life to share powerful ideas and spread good vibes. My name's Elmo Adore Jr. and I'm a young Filipino passionate about the individuality every person can bring to the table. And I'm talking to unique people about how they see the world and how to make a difference. Nico Gaetano is a native of the island of Guimaras and he has a YouTube and Facebook channel where he talks about the Bible and Christianity and talks about how important one's relationship is with the Lord Jesus Christ. So Nico has been my classmate in senior high school and uh, ever since we have had a long history. So Nix, How are you? Um, I've been staying here in La Paz, and I'm still okay. I'm still, <laughs> you know, going with the problems because of this pandemic <laughs> and you know things that are happening in the surroundings. So yeah, I'm still good. Uh, so, uh, punta tayo sa ano sa Facebook channel mo. Pa- bakit mo na isipan na gumawa ng La Paz? Ng channel na Uh, really talks about the Bible, God, Christianity, all that stuff. Uh, why? Di- what motivated you to uh, start that um, sh- sharing platform? Maybe, meron akong dalawang motivations. Mga parang main talaga na motivations. Kasi first, before kasi ako na na-stuck dito sa Lagpas, nung nagsasay talaga yung quarantine, nag- nag-volunteer kasi ako sa Gojocate kasi kakagraduate ko lang din nung December sa training. So, pa- Parang nasanayan ko na rin na mag-reach out sa mga tao, sa community. At saka parang nung nag-start yung, yung, ano, yung quarantine, yung lockdown, parang na-miss ko yung feeling na mag-reach out sa mga tao ng pag-share ng gospel. Kasi before nag-start yung quarantine, marami talaga akong plano. Especially sa kids ministry, sa community work. Pero nung, nag, nung na-stuck ako sa bahay, talagang naisipan ko talaga na, ah, ano na kaya yung career ko? Paano na kaya yung career ko as a missionary, as a community development worker? Kasi hindi naman ako makakapunta ng community kasi nga, bawal ngang lumabas. Bawal ngang uh, magkaroon ng mga social gatherings. So, napag-isipan ko na mag- gumamit ng uh, technology para at least kahit nasa bahay lang ako, makapag-reach out pa rin ako sa mga tao, especially sa pag-share ng gospel. Saka, yung isa ko pang motivation is marami kasi akong nanonotice sa Facebook na marami talagang quote-unquote false teachers. Maraming mga quotes na pinapasa sa Facebook na hindi naman na parang at, at the first glance, may isipan mo talaga na ah, mga Christian quotes to, mga Christian verses. Pero when you read it actually in the scriptures, hindi it's, it's the meaning of the verses that they use are out of context. So, it's an effort para sa akin na mag-study talaga ng Bible, na mag-take initiative talaga ng pag-share ng real interpretation ng bawat verse, ng bawat passage, para yung mga tao, hindi sila ma-confuse. Kasi, nag, uh, I believe in a abs- absolute truth. I believe in objectivism, especially sa pag-interpret natin ng scriptures. Kasi, 
hindi pwede na may dalawang point of view na contradict that they, that contradict each other na they both exist in one reality, di ba? So, I want to end that confusion uh, amongst the Christians, especially yung mga Christians na um, they spend their time um, in social media, na imbis na yung makikita nila yung mga content na mga false teachers, mga content na hindi naman talaga biblical, eh, pwede nila nilang panoorin yung mga videos ko. Parang ganun. Uh, yeah, uh, pero sa, sa mga ganun, sa mga out of context na uh, Bible verses, uh, sometimes, di ba, the Holy Spirit um, uh, gives you another way of understanding, of interpreting a verse, and uh, it's And and what he tells you uh, deep inside your heart and in your own understanding of the verse uh, can help you relatively in your own life, can't it not? Meron naman talaga ng part na meron talaga mga passages sa may Bible na application pero hindi naman na lahat talaga i-apply mo sa life mo as as if na uh, bibigyan na lang kita ng example ng mga out of context para sa akin ha? para meron tayong mga definition of terms dito um, siguro example ng mga pinaka out of context talaga ng mga passages na pinipreach sa mga simbahan is yung yung story ni David at saka Goliath alam mo naman yun di ba? Uh, usually kasi pag usually kasi pag nai-interpret yun sa mga simbahan sinasabi nila sa congregation na ah you are the david of your story saka yung problem na tiniface mo ngayon yun yung gulayat sa yung life tapos para ma-solve mo yung gulayat sa life mo dapat kailangan mo ng stone at yun si Jesus siya yung makakapag-solve ng career problem mo ngayon ng Uh, financial problem mo ngayon o emotional problem mo ngayon pero hindi yun yung message ng Bible eh kasi hindi naman hindi naman ang um, hindi naman material yung blessing na binigay sa atin ni God at saka if you would look at the passage David is a typology of Jesus Christ meaning yung nirerepresent ni David is hindi yung mga tao katulad natin kundi yung represent ni David is siya yung typology ni Jesus meaning meron siyang characteristics na pinoportray na nandoon kay Jesus na siya yung maging, magiging savior ng mga tao at saka si Goliath, siya yung nagsisimbolize ng sin. If ever meron mga tao doon na nakakirelate sa atin is yung mga Israelites. Yung mga Israelites na nanonood si David sa kung paano niya um, na papatitutalo Paano na niya i-defeat si Goliath? Kasi when you look at the context, wala talaga tayong ginawa to save ourselves. Only Jesus saved us. Yeah, uh, about that. Um, so, uh, is it safe to say that you're saying that uh, your interpretation of the Bible or even specifically David and Goliath's story is right and their interpretation which is out of context and uh, not understanding the whole uh, uh, theology and uh, and doctrines of that uh, story uh, that they are wrong is that what you is that what you're saying 
course, that's that's what I've, I'm trying to say. Kasi, mahirap pag meron tayong different interpretations. Eh. Dapat meron talagang isang mangingibabaw. And I think the most um, biblical way of interpreting things is to point them always to the gospel, point them always to Jesus. Hindi siya nagpo-point sa self, hindi siya nagpo-point sa man-centered na interpretation. Kasi pag sinasabi mo na, ah, tayo yung David sa ating story, parang nagde-direct sa ating self eh. Yeah, uh, uh, I've, I'm familiar with this. It's like the progressive Christians who uh, don't really believe that in, in the gospel, right? Those like, for example, Joel Austin, uh, those guys who teach uh, prosperity gospel, like where uh, salvation for, from salvation in this life means that uh, your life now in this world will become you will be rich, you will have no problems. Uh, that's the that's what they're teaching, right? And that's what you're trying to uh, uh, steer people away. The false gospel, which is uh, he- a hedonistic and worldly uh, teaching. Specifically, Joel Austin. Because God never promised us riches dito sa earth. Riches siguro sa heaven meron pa. Saka, if you would look at the lives of the apostles, hindi naman nila natanggap yung mga promises na sinasabi ni Joel Austin sa mga preaching niya eh. In fact nga, imbes na yung nakuha nila dito sa earth, is mga riches, yung wealth, yung, na, yung nakuha nila dito sa life nila sa earth is puro mga problems, persecutions. And I think it it is very inconsistent sa teaching sa mga prosperity gospel preachers. Yeah, like, uh, can you... Uh... Clo- get closer to the mic so that uh, we can hear you clearly and uh, yeah, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, it's okay. Yeah, I can edit it. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, you're tr- targeting all these uh, false teachers, these false uh, pastors who are trying to uh, uh, use the the analogy of uh, someone who wants to have a good life and and use the narrative of salvation uh, in that uh, and those uh, people who are seeking uh, safety the people who are seeking comfort from their problems in life on this life and not on the afterlife right Well, more specifically, parang general yun na term eh. Hindi naman ako nag, ano na, na mga ganyang pictures lang yung ginitarget ko. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I just want to um, uh, correct the teachings of those people na don't really understand the gospel, na medyo man-centered. Kasi minsan, kahit hindi sila prosperity gospel pictures, yung interpretation nila medyo man-centered pa rin eh, kasi hindi pa rin siya nakadirect si God yung interpretation nila or maybe hindi related sa gospel yung interpretation nila o hindi siya nagko-contribute sa pag uh, fully understand sa person ni God at sa person ni Jesus Christ na pinapakita sa Bible and sometimes kahit hindi siya nagde-direct sa mga material things or maybe sa mga teaching sa mga prosperity gospel it still gives us a um, a small threat sa ating faith kasi in yung wrong interpretation ng Bible, I think it's a corruption of the word kasi eh. 
Oh, at saka pag hindi natin uh, hindi natin ginagamit yung Bible in the way it is intended to do, I think it's really an error for us. Yeah, um what if I I'm someone who believes uh in the prosperity gospel and I tell you that uh, oh stop pro- proselytizing, stop uh trying to evangelize us. We're already saved. We're al- we already have uh Jesus in our hearts. We have already accepted him and that uh and we actually see changes in our lives and that our interpretation of the Bible is come c- comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from a legitimate spiritual experience uh w- in prayer and in while we worship. Uh how would you tell someone uh that they're wrong when they say that? Uh for me, I wouldn't really um say directly that they're wrong. For me as Christians, we all we all have We always have a different message when we um, talk to other people, and I think that message is the gospel. Na sometimes we face social problems, and typically, yung mga tao they would respond with uh, their opinions, they would respond with um, um, counter arguments. But for me, the best response to any kind of um, opposition or maybe any kind of problem is to just keep on sharing the gospel kasi especially sa mga eh, mga tao na they believe about the prosperity gospel um, maybe the root of the problem is that they don't really understand the gospel and the only way for them to understand the gospel is to preach the gospel that is the only way kasi kahit gaano mo ka-introduce sa kanila yung iba mga bible principle kung hindi nila maintindihan yung gospel, they cannot really understand anything else. Kasi um, <clears throat> Jesus said that in John 3, when he told Nicodemus na, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And he even further said sa kay Nicodemus na, if he cannot understand these earthly things, he is referring to the spiritual birth. If he cannot understand the spiritual things, which is just a basic principle of the Bible, how much more can he understand the heavenly things or the more complicated things about the Bible? So I think it's very um, important to share to them the importance of spiritual birth and the importance of sharing the gospel because that is the only way that a man, that a person can experience spiritual birth if someone will preach the gospel to them. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, about that. Um, I've realized that Uh, when it comes to Christian denominations, uh, other religions, uh, even if you fight off all debate all the doctrines of who's right, who's wrong, it all comes down to faith. Uh, you, as a Christian who believes in the true gospel, you believe in that gospel, that true gospel, ultimately because of faith, and and no true evidence that uh, clear scientific evidence and you believe in Jesus in in the cross of Jesus ultimately because of faith right and so uh, if you believe in faith and o- they also believe in faith why does that disqualify their faith and your faith something that is uh, absolutely true Well, 
it doesn't matter what how what kind of faith you have it always depends on the object of your faith um i heard this one preaching about um from david platt where he used an example of him writing a <clears throat> writing a um were um almost um an old airplane nung sumakay siya kasi kasi sa airplane nung nung nanunas na sa ere biglang uh, lumipad yung isang ano yung isang door ng airplane tapos he used that example to teach the audience na hindi talaga important kung gaano kalaki yung faith mo or ano man ka radical yung crossing faith that you have it still always depends on what you believe and it always depends kung kanino ka um kanino mo nilalagay yung faith mo kasi kagaya ng example ng uh, airplane na yun kahit gaano ka grabe yung pagbelieve niya sa airplane na yun kung sira talaga yung airplane na yun hindi yun lilipad ng malayo hindi yun lilipad ng uh, matagal kasi sira nga di ba hindi siya ganun ka effective so it's the same with the um, the faith of the prosperity um, the other unbiblical faith and the faith of true uh, biblical christian faith kasi um it's a different thing to believe the god of the bible than to believe on the god that is out made of imagination of men because the god that is made from the imagination of men is not true and not effective but the the god that is in the bible he is real and he is powerful and he is able to save and that's what we believe that he because he is powerful he is trustworthy he is able to perform what he has promised i think that's the most important part of having a biblical view of everything having a um a, a sturdy biblical foundation in what you believe in what you put your faith on yeah uh i agree but uh a lot of these prosperity gospel preachers uh sometimes uh disclaim the validity of the bible right they they say that uh it's outdated or the culture references are different the terminology uh for example the word repent uh means differently than what how we interpret it uh, today right for example they say that uh in the romans roman soldiers use the word repent uh, as a means to uh turn around like a 180 degrees kind of repentance and, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, my main point is that when they say that the bible isn't as reliable because it's it's a human product and there's a lot of inconsistency which is very human and so uh, they say that the bible isn't as reliable in terms of uh, getting uh, exact or perfect doctrine What would you say to them who say that? Well, for me, siguro yung issue talaga sa mga tao na they call themselves they call themselves Christians, but that they question the uh, reliability of the Bible. The issue there is about divine revelation because they believe that the Bible is not. Uh, Nick, can enough. you can you do it? Repeat it again because the sound was disturbed by a beeping, loud beeping noise. I'll, I just edit it. Can you repeat it again? Oh, okay. So, so we can hear it clearly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, the issue about these prosperity preachers that don't believe about the reliability of the Bible is 
um, what they uh, think about divine revelation. Because they the Bible is uh, truly the Bible is a divine revelation from God, but they also believe that God is still talking through other resources, to other sources. And that's what I think is one of the most um, uh, common issues that Christians do believe because sometimes um, there, uh, God is still revealing uh, new things through these people who call themselves prophets, through these people who um, claim to see visions from God. And um, it affects uh, their rely the no the um, sufficiency of the scriptures and sometimes there are also people talaga na skeptic talaga sa pagbibig ng Bible they think that it's very um, uh, inconsistent especially sa mga claims and I also see some of those things na very inconsistent talaga pero actually they don't contradict if they don't contradict to each other it doesn't affect the consistency. Sometimes, meron lang talaga na mga bagay na ina-emphasize sa isang passage na hindi naman ina-emphasize sa uh, kabila. And I think the rule that we should um, acknowledge here before we say something that the uh, say something that the Bible is unreliable is the rule that says that you cannot accuse anyone unless proven guilty. And if you actually, if you would have um, a lot of time in this um, podcast. I would show some of the uh, parts of the Bible that which they claim to be very inconsistent that are actually complementing each other. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's talk about that some, some next episode when I, when you're the next time you guest. Uh, let's talk about that's awesome and uh, I think that was enough for now to talk about. Uh, God and Christianity, and le- let's move into politics. So, uh, what what is your opinion wow. right now? Are you <laughs> DDS or are you uh, anti Digong Duterte? For me, um, I also know I I'm at the part where. I, I don't like the the way our president governs the country, but I also don't want to be that kind of person who um, complains about everything. Don't get me wrong, pero I'm not that kind of person uh, who still believes in social justice. You know, na the only way to solve this problem is to have a better government or to have more education. I'm not that kind of person. I don't, I don't really believe that. That's the only way to be, uh, for this country to be perfect is to have a better government or having more knowledge about the things that we ha- we're facing right now. So, but I'm not, I, I honestly am not satisfied with how the president is governing the country, especially for the things that he is prioritizing instead of the virus. So yeah, maybe that's my position right now. Yeah, about that. Um, uh, the multitasking part. Uh, is, is is it wrong for a government to have uh, different 
agendas in a crisis like this? Or should we should the government just uh, focus on the COVID and just ignore other other uh, law and order, drugs, terrorists, and just focus on the the virus? Is that is that what you think? Well, I think it's, it's more of an exaggeration that would only focus on uh, the virus. But I think it's also a part of the media that, 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 they only sh- that they only show of the things that are, that might, um, you know, stir up the audience about things that the government is doing. But um, I understand I understand the way that they they try to balance things. They try to multitask by also um, entertaining those um, uh, the, like the anti terror law uh, issue about ABS-CBN. But at least I want uh, maybe the thing that I want to see in our government is that they don't uh, they should they should show the citizens of the Philippines that they're not ignoring the virus which I, I i do think that they are doing something about it but maybe maybe it's a bit of uh, i'm a bit biased because that's the only thing that maybe i am more exposed to um the news that are only uh, focused on things aside from the virus maybe i also have a blind spot in my own but that's just my opinion yeah, and it's good that you uh, recognize that uh, we're just only human, and the information we receive through the news or the media uh, is not always complete, you know, right? Uh, but yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but um, uh, for me, I think that uh, the di- the government has different committees, but and they accept yes. that they had flaws in a lot of areas in handling the epidemic. They accepted it, but uh, yeah, yeah. they promised to do their best. And uh, it's good actually that uh, the Filipino people participate even even only, only if it's in social media because, uh, well, it's a democracy. And I think it's essential that uh, even if it's one small opinion from a K-pop fan that wants doesn't want the anti-terror bill to pass, I think that's uh, a pillar towards the continuing of the freedom of the Philippines in Southeast Asia. Because uh, when we compare ourselves to our neighbors, for example, Vietnam, Brunei, Laos, yes, yes, yes. yeah, we are the epitome. Of freedom and even people in Indonesia uh, aren't that free to express themselves because uh, well, they were just re- recently they just recently came from a military regime um, but it's I think it's over now yeah so maybe Singapore you know but it's a really small country and so uh, I, I don't really like the statistics that they say that in Southeast Asia the Philippines has uh, like the second highest case num- number of cases in South- Southeast Asia because, well, you just can't trust the communist and military regimes to present the proper and the right information. 
For example, in Laos, yeah, they claim that there is a 100% no COVID-19 uh, cases there and I just can't believe that. Yeah, it's, they, it, they can't really tell the truth. And I like that part when you said that it's nice that we acknowledge that we are still human. The government are still a group of humans and they have limitations. I can honestly say that I'm I'm not satisfied, but I'm also I, I I really don't mind if they do that because I understand the situation, especially this virus. Even the even the biggest countries in the world cannot really control it. Yeah, um, when it comes to the anti-terror bill or law which is what was signed now uh, just this week or last week. Uh, all I can say is that um, it depends on the next administration if that law will be used as an excuse to hunt down political enemies and other, other corrupt agendas or it could be uh, for the good of the country, right? Because... Uh, yes, it really yes. depends on who's on top and how the one on top is handling and controlling uh, the administration, you know. So uh, it may be prone to abuse uh, when taken to a certain mm. level because uh, even with the laws, the, the we have here in the Philippines we have the best laws, the most democratic laws, but uh, it it it's, it depends on those who implement the law. Right, so for example, uh, no matter how uh, how good our 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 laws are against violence against women, uh, it's still a huge problem for our country, especially in corruption and drugs. You know, it's a law, but uh, it depends on who's on top, right? It's always a. Um, uh so it's like uh, the law is like a fire. It's it depends. It becomes bad or good depending on how you utilize the law. And yeah, yeah like what you said, it's always it always depends on the people who are in position and how they are going to use that law. Uh, are they going to use it to um, to deprive us of our rights, or are they going to use it to protect the people? Exactly. Uh, what about the polarization between the uh, DDS and the uh, the other the anti-government um, social media warriors uh, what do you th what can you say about uh, their trolling they hate each other so much the moment you get labeled pro Duterte anti Duterte they will hunt you down uh, they will <laughs> destroy you if they know who you are, uh, what can you say about that toxic uh, culture online? About that, I'm I'm really not uh, really well informed about those things because um, I don't really put myself into a lot of views, especially of what is what is happening in social media. But I do have some. Uh, Information and maybe it's common knowledge, especially to, the, to that um, that uh, time when the, some of the people in Facebook 
have their uh, Facebook accounts getting cloned. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just a funny joke, you know, because it, yeah, uh, so far, as far as I know, there's really no real um, uh, damage that's been dealt. Or maybe some of, some of some of the people who have um, have their friends' accounts being copied maybe just got a little confused. But um, for those trolls, I think I have the patience to tolerate some of them because um, life in this um, age, this time, sometimes gets really boring, and it's a very um, uh, <laughs> Uh, a, the, the best time for these trolls to do their thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a nice uh, approach to that. Um, yeah, but still, it was uh, sometimes some the cloning thing. Well, uh, a lot of them uh, posted stuff that uh, the the person didn't agree with, didn't believe in. So, uh, identity theft basically is a criminal act and should be punished. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, um, oh. what are your plans now, Nick? Uh, are you improving your Facebook channel? You might be starting a podcast as well. <laughs> well, I'm not planning to make a podcast because I don't want to contest with you <laughs> no it's okay bro we could we could like make it a weekly episode where we collab oh i like that <laughs> but for now i enjoy uh, you know me since since senior high since high school we've been doing this videos right yeah so that's why i want to take on making videos because um Except the fact that I'm doing this as a ministry, I also like to do videos. I also like to edit videos. I also love to write scripts and um, just being creative. I just like being creative, you mm -hmm. know. And for me, maybe my goals for now is to really cover the whole Bible, to really expose everything that I uh, I should um, tell. Um, my friends about the Bible, and uh, honestly, I I talk to those people that gave feedback to my videos, and I always tell them that I don't really have a goal that I want to be famous as a preacher. I don't really want to be a well-known preacher. All I wanted to do, um, the, my only main reason why I make videos is I want to reach out to those people who are close to me. If there is there are, if there are people that I want to see my videos, it's not the people that are that I don't. It's not the people that I don't know. I want to reach out to those people who have been part of my life that I never really shared my faith with them because I was an. I don't know how to say this, but I was not um, showing them how a Christian should behave. So I think that was that is one of. Uh, the things that really hindered me to share my faith to them when I met them in the past. And I love having feedback from these people, especially to those people who um, I was with when I was uh, at my very uh, rebellious um, age or rebellious time in my life. And that's what makes me happy. That's what I want to do. I want to reach out to those people 
and especially to my friends, especially to our friends. I don't have any social media accounts except on Facebook. But if you want to um, really know um, this kind of invitation, also if you want to really know um, how the Bible works, how the Bible is connected to each other, and how the Bible is pointed to Jesus and to His gospel. Then I recommend you to watch Nick Talk. It's N I C space T A L K, and the um, icon is a green uh, box with a um, uh, speech bubble that says Nick Talk. And I make some videos there. If you can understand Hiligaynon, then you can watch it. And um, I post videos um, uh, at most, at least once a week. And it's it's worth a try. So that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks. Thank you.